I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for September 1st. You might be a pretty big science fiction fan if you can say where you were on May 22nd, 1977, or if you can say where you were on September 8th, 1966. But there's one premiere none of us alive today can claim to have witnessed. It was the birth of science fiction film itself, when Georges Méliès released Le Voyage dans la Lune, and just in case my French is terrible, which it probably is, in English, it's A Trip to the Moon, in Paris on September 1st, 1902. As with any iconic piece of film history, the imagery may be instantly familiar. A long-barreled cannon attended to by women in showgirl military uniforms, the launch of a bullet-shaped capsule that lands directly in the eye of the man in the moon. These were the kinds of fantastical theatrical visions that were the hallmark of Melia's style, a huge departure from the slice-of-life documentary short films that ruled the day. For A Trip to the Moon, Melia's pulled out all the stops for his epic that lasted 14 minutes. Or 12 minutes. Or 10. Or 8. See, at the time, it all depended on what version you were seeing, if any scenes were missing, and how fast the projector was running. Projecting film wasn't quite as standardized then as it is now. Not to mention, copies of copies were made, bootlegged, and distributed to unscrupulous theater owners, mostly in America. While that was the problem that wrapped up the film in Méliès and legal discord for years, he definitely wasn't concerned about how the movie was heard. Cinema owners in the 1900s could provide whatever soundtrack they saw fit. It's rumored there was an orchestral composition for their premiere, but audiences just as likely saw it projected with piano accompaniment, improvised sound effects, or even a narrator dramatizing the action. Like many of Méliès's movies, this one had no title cards, since the visual storytelling was enough to let audiences in on what was happening. So what about the story itself? Find out when we come back. In under 15 minutes, A Trip to the Moon tells the story of a professor, played by Melias himself, and his astronomy club colleagues who decide to take a trip to the moon. Heavily influenced by Jules Verne's From the Earth to the Moon from 1865, a book so successful he published a sequel five years later, the film plants our explorers on the moon's surface to find caves, mushrooms, and all sorts of anthropomorphized celestial beings. The moon is inhabited by selenites, aliens that appear part insect, part crustacean, and have the unfortunate habit of exploding into a puff of smoke with any aggressive contact. There's a struggle. The explorers easily dispatch the selenites and their king, and then escape back to Earth. Where Meliès was clearly not making any headway with interspecies diplomacy, his imagination, with credit to Jules Verne, did manage to accurately predict a few real-world parallels when it came to moon exploration six decades later. There were no selenites or magic mushrooms, but the astronauts of the 1960s did get there in a capsule, and they did return to Earth by splashing down in the ocean. And, like the Apollo astronauts, Meliès's explorers also got a huge street parade in their honor. One other fascinating bit of trivia to help you time travel back to a dark cinema of 1902 Paris. Many audiences would have seen this movie in color. Méliès had contracted with a colorist lab where a couple hundred employees worked, frame by frame, to add more than 20 colors to his films. 
Several dozen copies were distributed this way, and it was thought that all were lost until an original was found in 1993 and painstakingly restored for release in 2011. Flickr Alley then re-released a Blu-ray edition in 2018. While A Trip to the Moon wowed audiences in 1902 and beyond, and Melies produced upwards of 500 films, his career all but ended because of World War I. Many of his films were destroyed, and it wasn't until the late 1920s that he started to find recognition as one of the pioneers of sci-fi and fantasy filmmaking. But we'll save that story for another time. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for September 1st. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.